Willkommen, this is Julia. And this is Shane. Und this is Think Plant-Based. Think Plant-Based. Make sure to check out recipes, health tips, travel tips at www.thinkplantbased.com. And we're officially on iTunes, so please rate and write us a review on iTunes. Write us a review. Give us... Two stars, three stars, maybe five stars. Let us know. Oh, for sure, Let's, five. Yeah, I mean, who would give us two stars anyways, yeah. right? But yeah, make sure to do that because that's how we get found. Today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic, right? I mean, we always... Caregiving. Yeah, right? I mean, we always think of like, oh, we're healthy and we live in the moment and whatever, right? But I mean, either it hits us or a dear one, right? Yeah, it and could we, be you or me. Yeah. Or your neighbor or your mom or your dad. Exactly. Now, today yeah. we have an expert. Hi, Don. Don, how's it going? Hi there. Nice nice to meet you guys online. And yeah. I'm glad we can do stuff like this in this day and age, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Great. <laughs> All the way from Tennessee. And yes. that's amazing. So excited to have you on our show. And yeah, please tell the listeners more about yourself. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Dawn, and I am originally from Seattle, Washington, but I moved boop, to boop. Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> and I moved here, what, 16 years ago. Wow. <laughs> um, I love the Pacific Northwest. It's my family still back there. I um, still go back and visit family, and I love it. I don't know that I'll ever move there again uh, permanently just because the I... The rain, right? Will, <laughs> well, no. I, <laughs> That's what they usually I, say. The rain. You know what's really funny about that is that that is what everybody tells you, and then you move to Tennessee. <laughs> is it rainier and, in Tennessee than it is in Pacific Northwest? Oh my gosh! Does really? it rain here? Wow, I wouldn't yeah, think but that. But when it when it rains, it's it, torrential. So it's, it's kind of like is it kind of like Texan weather where it like yeah if it's storm rain it's like pouring rains and thunder yeah. it, it's pouring rains literally if you didn't have a shower that day you could walk outside for two minutes oh, wow. and have a shower wow. <laughs> it's it's torrential it's pretty crazy I mean I know in the West Coast it's more like overcast and a little the right. gloom you know, the doom and the gloom all the time yeah that's what gets. The, it's not the rain it's just the overcast always comes yeah exactly. and the mist gray days yeah the misting yeah. <laughs> the weird annoying mist of the Pacific the mist <laughs> it's weird okay it's not the it. rain but you move to a worse weather anyways <laughs> so that's what you want to say right <laughs> well the part that i do love about it is that it's warm a lot more yeah. even in winter so, time oh yeah um, in the winter time it's a lot like seattle um in the spring that's oh, awesome nice. yeah so like right now it's springtime here for us and we're just now starting to get into the i think it probably gets 70 degrees today wow so mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's pretty nice weather. I, I like it and it's not as humid as Memphis. So, you know, it does have moments where it gets really humid, but for the most part, once you get used to it, it's not that it, I, I don't know. I like the heat. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> right. I'm cool with it now. That's I'll go cool. to the mountains when I want to have some snow and ski, but, um, yeah, nice. I live in the heat. Great. So yeah, as, as far as moving here and doing all that journey, I came here because of music um, and I was working in corporate America when I moved here. And uh, then I left corporate America to pursue just doing my own thing uh, with sales and marketing. And it, a series of synchronicities just kept leading me towards this path of caregiving. 
and um, I started helping out somebody who was um, a celebrity here who didn't have anybody really to take him where he needed to get done. And he was, you know, in his seventies and he just needed somebody to be kind of his assistant. So it kind of started there. And at the same time I was working at a health food store um, and we would take in people every day that would come in and sit with us for like an hour, an hour and a half, tell us their whole story. And then we'd come up with a holistic plan to help them get back to being healthy, trying to figure out what their triggers were, what was going on with them. Um, and so plant-based life, you know, definitely has been a huge part of my journey. Um, and, and overall one of the huge healers in my life. And, um, so sitting down with all these people an hour and a half at a time, you get to learn a lot about people and you get to learn about yourself at the same time. Right. Well, mm-hmm. ironically at that, in, within that same period, I actually got super sick. Um, at that time I, I was trying my best. I thought I was doing my best, found out I was allergic to gluten. So I started going to gluten-free products, big mistake, just note to self, don't do it. And <sighs> um, the gluten-free products are Every once in a while, okay, but not on like a staple diet. Yeah, they, <laughs> because, tend, to eat, they tend to have a lot of ingredients to yes. process, yeah, like white rice and oils. Oh, and, it's so bad for you. And if and they're so, not even vegan, they have a lot of eggs. And, oh, yeah, it's yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad across in the in the bad oils and really bad oils. Right. And I mean, I think that's what I was misleading to me was at first when I was told, "Oh, you're allergic to gluten, so you can't have gluten anymore." So you go to the store and you start buying all the gluten-free products, not realizing they're all made of rice and uh, and bad oils. And so then a year after doing that, I ended up in a bed for a month and couldn't move. So my husband had to take care of me. Yeah, I I was so sick. I had put on 35 pounds and I'm a little girl. I'm only five foot three. And so I was about 140 pounds. And um, and it was it was just a, a very hard time for me. I couldn't move, couldn't get out of bed. He had to carry me to the bathroom and oh carry me to the doctor. Um, and literally for 30 days, I put myself on a, um, a shakes. I had two shakes a day and basically my shakes were, this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not to you guys, but maybe to somebody listening. But <laughs> my shakes consist of primarily green. <laughs> so spinach, uh, microgreens, you know, dandelion, sprouts, sunflower um sun, sunflower sprouts mm-hmm. and then a grapefruit a lemon and blueberries and then i put in my my hemp powder and my amazing grass super green powder and then um and then i might put in a little bit of coconut oil like a teaspoon of mct oil right and uh i would do that twice a day and then um i would have three teas a day of marshmallow root tea and it would be about i don't know 14 ounces each time of marshmallow root and that's not marshmallows by the way i like the taste of marshmallow root yeah i yeah. do too it, to me i don't it. know <laughs> for you does it taste like lima beans because for me it lima tastes beans. like lima beans <laughs> Like like what? Like beans, lima beans. beans. (laughs) I don't know. It has a bit of like a sweet taste to me somehow. Yeah, it doesn't like taste bitter or anything. (laughs) Oh no, I find it soothing for some reason. My my my, Mm. it was very soothing. And the first time I tried it, 
I thought, wow, this doesn't taste like marshmallows at all. It tastes like lima beans. <laughs> so I, nice. I'm going to drink lima title. beans. Yeah, right. yeah sure. it's very misleading. Yeah. But the cool thing about marshmallow root is that it is um, is very helpful for helping your body naturally get rid of stones. So. Mm. And, um, so I had at that time also discovered I had gallstones. <laughs> so know. I know. So it was a, it was a whammy of all sorts of things. I was, um, suffering from endometriosis. The gluten products had turned me diabetic type two. So, Whoa. uh, yeah, I went from hypoglycemia to diabetic type two. I had, Oof. uh, chronic fatigues. I had allergies, migraines, and then I also got bit by a black widow. <gasps> oh, and the- this Whoa. all happened. <laughs> yeah. So the day that this main attack happened on me, I had a gallstone that was trying to move or whatever. And so, um, and then I went to bed and I couldn't, I, I, I was really freezing. I went to go pick up my robe and I'm, you know, we live in the South. You got to be careful in the South. We got brown recluse. We got black widows. <laughs> and so <laughs> I picked up my robe, which was on the floor. And I thought to myself, I should probably shake this out, but I'm so exhausted. I can barely even hold the robe. So I'm just going to put it on. <laughs> and so I put it on. And as I put it on, I felt the bite. And, oh. and, and then right then I went, Oh, Okay. Well, luckily, I've got a recipe for how to manage and handle if you get bit by black widows or brown recluse. But it was my first time trying it, so um, I left it on too long, and that turned into a whole another story another time. But um, but the the point I'm making is that there are recipes, all natural plant based recipes that you can use to get yourself rid of the toxins from brown recluse or black widows. So I went through all that, did that, and. Um, started healing myself for the next 30 days. I did two shakes and three teas a day and dropped 35 pounds. And on the 30th day I got out of bed and I was able to stand up on my own and just started walking this journey. So that's how caregiving started. It, I, I was a caregiver for others, but I really look at my journey as to how I had to caregive for myself. Yeah, exactly. Because I couldn't care give for anybody else for those thirty days. For thirty days, I was being taken care of. Right. For thirty for thirty days, I was sitting here going, "Oh my gosh, this can't be what's going to happen to me." No, I can't end up in bed for the rest of my life. No, this. No, no, no. We're going to fix this right now. And so, the part of the caregiving journey and becoming the traveling caregivers was was identifying in myself the the chaos, the disorder the onslaught of triggers that were going on inside of me that obviously I was dealing with stuff because why, how else would you end up with all of those things unless you just didn't know that, Hey, when you first get a symptom to something, whether it's a whole a headache or a body ache or like right now, even with Corona, everybody's, you know, you know, worried about that. And there are, there are certain things that we can do daily to keep ourselves in check and, and there are certain things that we can do to eliminate stuff that might be triggering us to have responses so that way we can control those immune and anti um, or I'm sorry, inflammatory responses and help boost our own immunities. So boost our immunities and control the inflammation response that's happening. And then you won't be compounded with all of these ailments. I, I'm happy to say 
that I have recovered myself from all of those things. (laughs) I no longer have diabetes. I no longer have chronic fatigue. I no longer have migraines. I no longer have um, gallstones or endometriosis. But I also had to figure out what my recipe was of me. What makes my body happy? What keeps my body happy? What am I deficient in? What do I have to detox? Um, And then how do I rebuild? And what is it that I need to do to rebuild? And once I rebuild, then what's my next steps? How can I do maintenance and preventative maintenance? And basically, that's where I'm living now is in is in maintenance. Um, about a year or two, no, two years ago, we were living in a house of mold, which kind of brought on. And I'm oh, bringing no. up the mold because mold is another toxicity that a lot of people don't even realize is in their home. Right. Right. So being able to identify the things that are in your environment that could be creating triggers and toxicities, um, learning how to become a caregiver for myself, because ultimately, if you're in the airplane and the airplane's going down, you got to put the air mask on yourself first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so true. Can't help anyone yeah. else if you don't help yourself first. Yeah. Right. Right. So it, that's where it stemmed from. It is becoming a caregiver for me. Um, and then as part of my journey... Um, that led me to, I guess, opportunities or receiving people or calls saying, Hey, can you help me with this? Or, Hey, can you help me with that? And I just started helping people because I'd helped get myself out of the ditch. So, you know, I'm, I'm more than willing to sit here and, and help you intuitively figure out what it is you need to do for yourselves. It's, and each person's going to be different. Each person's going to have their own recipe. Right. right. Yeah, it's so great that you already had the foundation, you know, before you got sick. Because mm-hmm. you, you knew like the tools what to do in a way, you know, intuitively. Oh, yeah, I'm going to reach out for the marshmallow tea and stuff like that, you know. So it's really good because not everyone will be like this, you know, that they have a knowledge and they get sick. Usually people don't know what to do, you know, when they're sick, they run to the doctor. That used to be me. Yeah. I used to run the doctor, but when the doctors couldn't give me answers anymore... That's that's when I reached out to a natural way, a more natural way. I found um, this health uh, store that was close to my house, and I became really good friends with the owner, started working with her, and she started teaching me. She kind of downloaded 22 years of her knowledge into my brain every day for however many people we would sit with and go through their story and try to identify what they needed to maybe get balance back in their life for. And I feel very fortunate to have that information that she came along. She was an angel for, for bringing that into my life. And it has absolutely directly affected my path since then and how I'm able to help people now That's and just great. having a better understanding. That's right. great. Why do you call yourself a traveling caregiver? Are you traveling throughout the States? <laughs> well, <or? laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lot of meaning behind the traveling caregiver. Uh, one, yes, we will be. Um, we're a music duo. So... Uh, we'll be music. We'll be taking our music and sharing it all over the place, like we always have. But we're going to be pairing it with what we do to help people holistically with their lives too. And so, whether I'm coming to help somebody who's who's really sick, or they need me to go through their go through their cupboard and help them identify things that might be hurting them, right. or <laughs> or if they just need music and they need sound healing, we write all of our songs are. Uh, stemming from our journey and our healing and everything that we write about, we try to um, 
just make sure that we're talking about the stuff that we've gone through and in hopes that it'll help somebody else find that kind of spark or joy. I'm hopelessly optimistic, pretty much. You know, I live, I now take care of, I live with and now take care of uh, someone with ALS and um, she has stage four ALS. And, you know, that's a pretty, it's a pretty dire disorder because you lose everything from the neck down, your muscles stop working. And eventually your muscles just atrophy even on the inside. So it's about how to maintain and keep the connectivity to those muscles as best you can by, again, removing toxicity and triggers and trying to figure out how to keep the inflammations as low as possible so that the body has more opportunity to fight for itself and heal itself. Do you feel any improvement with your patient? Well, You know, it's been, uh, we've been with her for five years, and I would say that she's like on a plateau right now. So, um, as far as she's, I don't see her muscularly, she's already can't move from the neck down. Well, she does move to teeny bits here and there uh, in her hands and her feet and everything. But health-wise, like right now we're we're dealing with uh, the corona um, thing that's been going around. And, um, you know, with corona... To me, it's just another thing that we have to go through, and uh, right. we were just we were just talking about it today. That she's even though she's immunely compromised because she's on a vent, because she's got a feeding tube, because she's got a a catheter, she also is extremely strong mind, strength, strong willed, and so your mind comes into it. Your mind is a huge part of it. Your spirituality, your emotional, your energetic vibration, where are you vibrating at? What are you aligned with in your thoughts? And so we work on keeping her, you know, it's it's a hard situation to live in. You're right. in a bed and you can't do anything for yourself. But what do you have control over? You have control over your thoughts. And so with those thoughts, you need to think good thoughts. You need to think happy thoughts. And so I feel like we've gotten to her to a place where... She is is plateaued with the ALS itself. Um, my biggest fight is all the infections that attack her on a daily basis altogether. And even without the threat of corona or any other that might come along, whether it's SARS or H1N1, or, to me, it's just, it's all part of the same. And those are things that we, we have tools in our toolkit that we every day practice um, helping her fight those viruses like infrared therapy and colloidal silver nebulizer and a hydrogen inhaler so that she's you know breathing in hydrogen to get more oxygen to her cells. And then internally, I'm giving her things to help boost her immune system, whether it be zinc or um, helping uh, with wellness formula uh, that's Source Naturals has a great wellness formula that's got echinacea and a whole slew of things that can help boost your immune system while it's trying to kill off anything that might be attacking you. Another great thing is olive leaf or oregano oil, uh, probiotics, enzymes. There's so many tools in the kit and we, we just look at each day and we take each day as it comes and we fight with it. Today, I would say she's doing awesome. She's, she's smiling. She's engaging. She's fighting this fight while we try to fight for her. Right. And part of the journey of becoming the traveling caregivers has been really when I became to work for her, um, which has been five years ago now, the first two years I did it pretty much by myself as a, as a caregiver just for her. So I had to do all the physical work 
by myself. And it, and I was totally capable of doing it. And then about two years in, um, it just became so hard for me to do it by myself anymore. And my body again, because I wasn't taking time for myself, I was giving all of my time to her. So again, I had to take a step back in my own self and say, how do I, how do I put the mask on first? And how do I give her what she needs? And how do we make this work so that she feels like she's getting what she needs and she doesn't have anxiety thinking that we're not going to be there for her. And, um, and so becoming that caregiver for her and becoming a caregiver for myself at the same time and finding that balance because, you know, her husband who is not a nurse, who's, you know, he's a, he's a businessman. (laughs) He's an entrepreneur. He's, he's on the phone all the time. It's, um, for him to become a caregiver all of a sudden, just like any other person right now out there, even with uh, any of these viruses that we might be threatened with, uh, a lot of hospice and uh, assisted living facilities are saying, come pick up your loved ones because you don't want them to get this. So come pick them up. So now all of a sudden those people, the family members are having to make decisions. Okay, so do I become a caregiver now? So now all of a sudden you're the caregiver for your your parent or um, your children or your um, or your grandparents or whoever it might be that you need to go pick up. And all of a sudden you're, you're looking at this situation going, Oh gosh, that means I've got to give all my time. And I live with somebody who literally can't do anything for herself at all. So finding a balance within yourself to say, okay, it's okay for you to take 20 minutes, 30 minutes, go sit down, do a meditation, have a baby monitor with you. If it's something, somebody that you have to watch you know, so where you can check on them or have some kind of an alert system set up to where um, they can alert you quickly. We've gone through so many alert systems with her, but basically bringing that caregiver to each and every one of us. So traveling caregivers is about inspiring the caregiver within inside of us to caregive for ourselves so that we can become better caregivers for others. I love that. And, and that's, that's, we each have our role in that. So that's, that's where all of that trying to summarize everything there's so much I love it I love it you're so inspiring yeah it's like you can talk forever I know it's like you can talk about so many things but yeah uh yeah so what inspired you to go fully plant-based and how do you integrate that plant-based lifestyle in the work that you do so when I got sick uh 10 years ago and I was trying to figure out what my, my my toxicities were I discovered that I don't really do that great on meat Okay. (laughs) And meat doesn't like me. And every time I would eat it, it would hurt me. So, Mm. um, I stopped and then I also have compassion for animals and, uh, and the, the further I got away from eating meat, the more I started going, you know what? I really don't agree with eating animals. I really don't. And, um, and that became part of my lifestyle that I just didn't want that anymore. So, as I started digging deeper on my own health and trying to figure out what I needed to remove out of my life, I also realized that um, I was having sensitivities to other foods. So I started a a journal. Now, now, now you can do these at home tests with Everly well, which is great. So you can find out what your sensitivities are by ordering a kit online and, and doing what they, they say to do and send it back in and they'll give you a report. But back 10 years ago, I didn't have that. 
And I didn't want to spend the money to have somebody poke me with a bunch of needles and tell me what I'm having allergies to. So that was, that didn't sound like fun to me. I'm like, I already deal with enough problems with allergies. (laughs) Let's just, let's just eliminate everything and start from scratch. So Mm -hmm. when I got sick, it was really easy because I basically pared down my, my life to a diabetic lifestyle of a low glycemic menu. Um, so that meant with, fruits and vegetables that I was going to eat strictly, uh, grapefruit, lemon, lime, berries, and occasionally a green apple, but not really. I pretty much just focused on grapefruits, lemon, limes, and berries because they're so likely scenic. Then for vegetables, I stuck to mostly all greens and then everything that was not sugar. So, you know, I stayed away from the carrots. I I know everybody's like, no, we're supposed to do the, no, I didn't do the carrots. Right. Um, there's a time for that, but, but when you're really sick, when you're really, really sick and you got all those issues going on, uh, for me, cleaning up the candida in my life and getting rid of that was absolute key because the candida was creating more problems, which was leading to more problems, which was leading to more problems. So for me, I had to clean everything out and I started doing these, um, cleanses. Um, so I started with the, uh, liver and kidney and then I went to candida and then I went to, um, to a, uh, parasite cleanse. Always do the parasite cleanse last. Don't do it first. Yeah. Why <laughs> because, can intense. yeah Cause it's way intense. And those little buggers, they're eating, they're trying to live off what's in there. And they so. want to survive, right? That's the right. Thing too. Are you watching right. for the oxalates too? Because I find you oh, gotta yeah, watch absolutely. for the greens that are high in oxalates too, right? That can interfere yes. your health as well. So what I do now, so back then, and and this has been an evolution. It's really been an evolution with plants and understanding. It's even down to food combinations now for me. So so now I'm pretty strict about what foods I combine with one another because I've just learned that certain foods do not work well together. Protein and sugar don't go well together. Um, Protein and sugar are, it's a horrible idea because you know, the sugars are going to go in there and your body's like, woohoo, give me that sugar, baby. (laughs) And then the protein's just going to sit there and go, well, what about me? I guess I'll just wait. And while it's waiting, it's fermenting. (laughs) It's causing all kinds of problems. So um, getting back to the the plants and everything. So finding out what um, oscillates, you know, like spinach, your dark leafy greens are going to have a lot of oscillates, the phytic acids. Um, I'm pretty much at this point now with my shakes that I do now, I will still do spinach, but I only do like a handful of spinach um, in my shake. I used to do a, I used to do a whole big, I can't even tell you how much I put in there. (laughs) It was, it was a lot, but now what I do instead is I, I substitute with the um, amazing grass. So that way I'm getting more, from that too. And that's already been broken down a little bit, but I'm still doing live. So I'll do like a handful of spinach. I'll do a handful of sprouts of, of different like broccoli or sunflower or radish. Um, mustard's really good. And then, um, I'm only doing that shake. I do that shake once a day, once every two days, but I also listen to my body. So I'm, right. I'm listening to my body. Now, if my body says, Hey, I don't feel like a shake today. I'm not going to have a shake today. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something else. And it used to be that it was religious clockwork. Do the shake, do the shake, do the shake, do the shake. 
but now I figured out I didn't have to. So, and what that did for me was it freed it up to where if I wanted to do greens in another way, like maybe flash cook it on the stove. So I'm not going to completely steam it or cook it down. I'm just going to put it in there and flash heat it up to kind of break those phytic, to break that phytic acid up. Blanch break it, that off. Yeah. And so that way it's a little more easy to assimilate in the body. So, um, and I don't do kale in my shakes anymore. I used to do kale, but kale is so hard. And so I've just learned that for me, breaking it down by putting it, flashing it in the pan is a lot easier yeah, to do well, it that if you way. Take the stems out, you know, the hard part. And massage it for a while. With yeah. The oil. Well, with the yeah. oils and the lemon juice, it breaks oh, yeah. it down. With the, yeah. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The cells are breaking down, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many tools, right? But I, I can tell your story is so amazing and inspiring. You know, I, I can see you're going to inspire so many more people, you know, to start the healing journey. I mean, they really have to want it too, to heal, right? Like you can give them all the tools, but they need to do it too. You know, then you can <laughs> feel motivated yeah. to to do it and to eat it and to be consistent with their healthy eating habits. I can say that for me, um, before I did this, I was sick all the time. I was sick all the time. And um And it was a horrible way to live. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and so now I know that even if, if I get a headache, I know that it's my first symptom about something else, that there's an inflammation that either I ate something that's not agreeing with me, or I didn't break down the phytic acids enough, or here's another one. Here's one that, um, that really drives me crazy because I absolutely love, love, love eating nuts. I love nuts. Oh, me too. <laughs> But I discovered that I have to have them sprouted or they have to be put into a nut butter. They have to be broken down. Mm -hmm. I can't because when I would eat them just as a whole nut, like I'm doing trail mix or something, and, and I especially can't do the dried fruit with them because, again, you're putting a protein with sugar. So I can't do that. It doesn't work well with me. Um, I would get bloated. My stomach gets all just – it just feels horrible. So um, yesterday, just out of – just because I wanted to see what would happen – I had eight cashews. <laughs> I tell you eight, eight cashews. <laughs> yeah, I ate the eight cashews. And within 45 minutes, my nose started getting inflammations in it. <laughs> And so I was like, okay, still can't have cashews. <laughs> okay. You have to have even cashews sprouted because usually they're fine if they're not sprouted. I find yeah. What about I, like seeds, like pumpkin seeds? Are you okay with those or is that? I, they're all sprouted. All sprouted. I, I sprout. Okay. I sprout. Mm. I actually buy them sprouted now because I got tired of having to prep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I mean, you can, yeah, I mean, you can, it's, it's a lot of prep. We, I do a lot of prep here at the house. Um, you but, have time for that? I mean, your, your job is already so demanding. You're like 24 seven with your patient, right? That's right. Wow. We're 24 seven. <laughs> so what I do Amazing. How we balance it is I've got schedules and we, we work on a schedule in this house. So, um, like right now, uh, her husband's taking care of her right now. Okay. So, so that way I could be doing this. So we're tag Perfect. teaming. So that way when he needs to work, then I'm taking care of her. And when I need to work, he's taking care. Well, when I need to work and it's in, you know, something like this, he's going to go take care of her. We also do have a couple of uh, caregivers that come in and help us out. Okay. Um, it's been a bit of a challenge with the, with the virus situation because um, they're not here. Uh, they're, they're both 
putting themselves in. They've been kind of in a quarantine just right. to, to make sure that they're good because we don't want to bring anything to her. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, and so, of course, that puts more work on us. But we do have a schedule. So that way we keep following the schedule. And literally, it's working around the clock. And um, I try to block my time because she's in a good place right now. So when she's in a good place, then then it makes it easier for me to block my time. So I know I can go do the activities that she needs done. And then I know I've got like an hour window right here. And Oh, while I'm doing this hour thing, can you keep an eye on her on the monitor? And if something happens, go take care of her, but I'll be back in an hour kind of a thing. And so we just work around the schedule that way. And, and that's given me a lot of grace because in the past, when we first started this, you know, she was just diagnosed. She was in the bed. She could use her hands at that time. And she was having a lot of anxiety about being stuck, stuck in the bed and not sure if anybody's going to come take care of her. She was anxious about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so literally as soon as I would walk away from her, she'd be honking the horn, like, come back, come back, come back. Oh. And and so um, so one day I, I went in there and I, I, I had reached a point of mental exhaustion, which I've many times through this journey have hit those points where literally when I go to take vacation, I do nothing but sleep for a week. Like literally. And my husband's parents, we'd go see them at the beach and, and his mom's, she would say, all she does is sleep. (laughs) (laughs) The best medicine for recharging. Yeah, I'm just recharging right now. And so we, (laughs) we go to the beach because my my personal preference is to recharge at the beach. Uh, Go go to the beach with the sunlight, the salt water, the sand, put me in my little, I put my little blow up or my little throw up tent. It's like that little, it's a great backpacking tent for the Pacific Northwest is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) But in Tennessee. But in Tennessee, (laughs) you open up the windows it's well and when we go to florida we put it on the beach and it's a perfect little beach tent and so uh it's perfect so it's a great way to recharge so yeah when you get to those moments of mental exhaustion you have to say to yourself and it was hard for me at first to say to myself no you have to put the air mask on first you're no good to her if you can't move you're no good to her if you can't do what you need to do so I started saying to myself, all right, if I need to take a vacation, if I need to take a night off, I'm going to do it and I'm going to be okay. And she's going to be okay because guess what? She's on her own journey. She has her own journey going on here. And the fact that she's still here is because she wants to be. Exactly. And so even though she can't control what's going on, energetically spiritually and emotionally and mentally she still has her own journey that she's on and and she has control over it more than you could imagine uh, i didn't realize how much the mind was the uh, a component of all of this until just this last year when i started going through digging deeper on my traumas that i'd gone through in my life and things that i needed to heal and um, found biofield tuning. I don't know if you've ever heard of biofield tuning, but no. biofield no. tuning is, have you heard of Reiki? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Reiki um, uses energy to move energy through your chakras. So you have somebody who is emotionally and energetically moving energy through your, your chakras to help you <clears throat> unstick or get unstuck in your chakras and your meridians so that your energy 
can flow freely through your body. Well, biofield tuning is a lot like that, with the exception that it uses tuning forks. So the practitioner will stand six feet away from you with the tuning fork and she'll chime it. And if it makes a certain, if it doesn't make the right kind of rounded out, beautiful sound that it's supposed to make, then she knows that's a spot that needs to be moved energetically. And she knows that certain points attribute to certain times in your life. So she'll start going through your whole life and saying, okay, what happened at this age? (laughs) Okay, what happened at this age? And then as you're going through these things, you're identifying energy that might be stuck in your body that hasn't been moving since you were six. (laughs) And as you are able to move those things, then this plant-based lifestyle that we're living then trying to live here is able to better help your body because you're giving your body energy from plants. Right. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any uh, exciting plans for the future and where can the listeners find you? Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) Big questions. I know. Yeah. I know you have some giveaways too for the listeners. I do. And I I also realized too, I'm going to send you um, a couple of recipes too. My husband is always trying to make, because he's got a big sweet tooth and we (laughs) gave up sugar. We don't eat sugar. I don't eat sugar. (laughs) Um, So uh, when you're living a plant-based life with no sugar, no dairy, no gluten, no meat, no GMO, and everything's organic, and you want to have something that has a little bit of flavor to it like that. My husband's got great recipes. He's constantly testing stuff out. And um, he makes these little paste. They're like little coconut pastries. It's all coconut. The whole thing is all coconut. And oh. he, bake, wow. he bakes them in the oven. And you can put pumpkin uh, pumpkin filling inside of it or, or uh, vanilla. Or if you want to make up a chocolate filling. I, I've got all kinds of recipes for, for doing plant-based uh, all-natural fillings. For this little cocoa puff, we'll call it. Sounds good. Anyway, so so I was gonna I'll send you a recipe for that. Sure, um, thanks. Yeah, that's some, awesome. Some really exciting things on the front of caregiving for the lady that I take care of is exosomes and stem cells. So we remain hopefully optimistic because we've just uh, found out that our doctor is able to start giving her exosomes and exosomes are the thing that actually goes in and conducts your stem cells and tells your stem cells what to do. And, uh, and then you get a stem cell treatment and the stem cells are amplified and they're seeing really great success with people who might have chronic disorder, uh, neurological disorder. So we're very hopeful about that. Um, the other great thing that's coming up is I've got a new book that's coming out. It's, it's more like a journal workbook um, my journey, I've been journaling my journey, and part of my journey was identifying and eliminating foods, but I journaled along the way to discover the patterns of things that might be affecting me. And then I also did a dive, a deep dive on my own personality and my own, you know, just I've got a series of questions and things that have I've done to myself to help get myself to a new place of discovering health for me. And I thought, why not pass this on to other people? And so I'm not giving you answers. I'm just giving people kind of suggestive things that have helped me on my journey, whether it be a question or uh, working with words that contrast each other and how do those words make you feel and, and those kinds of things. And then identifying 
foods and how to do a, a food elimination diet. What does that look like? And then throwing in there the recipes for detox and and some other key resources to put in the back of the book. So that way, when you're in the middle of your journaling, you have all the keys, kind of like having cliff notes in high school. Uh, you have all the keys in the back of, of things that might help propel you, your health even further, like with essential oils even or stones. Um, so all kinds of little little things that are going to be in this book. And it's going to be called, um, it's, or it is called I Care. It's a journal and it's discovering the caregiver within to help you find your own caregiver within right. yourself. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. And where can the listeners find you online? Let's say like social media. Uh, that social media at Traveling Caregivers. Uh, you can you can go there and send me a message anytime on Facebook, Instagram. We do have a Twitter too. Um, I would say that I'm probably a lot more active on Instagram and Facebook though. And then uh, on online, we have travelingcaregivers.com and we will post uh, links to everything there and have um, have all of the the giveaways that I'm offering you guys will be on there as well. Perfect. Nice. Great. Yeah, we'll put up in the show notes for everyone to find. Right. Thanks so much for your inspiring story. You know, I'm sure a lot of people feel more motivated and their inner caregiver will be ignited hopefully mm -hmm. by this show <laughs> well and i hope so too and i hope everybody just realizes too that uh caregiving is it's like really hard it is it is probably one of the hardest jobs but if you learn to love yourself it becomes easier <laughs> so true and be patient right yeah like and you can't patient. feel great every day you know with no, any job you do <laughs> Everybody always asks me, is there ever a day that you're down? And you know, yeah, I do, have <laughs> I do have moments. And so what do I do in those moments? Um, usually there's two things. One, either meditate or two, go back to bed. Right. <laughs> so simple. Try <laughs> <Nice>. again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we hope you're having a great day. And uh, yeah, we let you know when the show is up. Yeah. Well, thank thank you so much, and uh, please let me know when you're gonna do it because I will I'll put it all over my social media too and make sure everybody knows to go look for it. For sure, we'll Sounds do that. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so. you take care. Stay yeah. Safe. Have a good one. Thanks so we'll much. Talk later. Thanks. Yeah. Have a great day. You Thanks too. you too. Bye. Ciao. Bye bye. Ciao.